good news, everyone. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Salutations and welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips podcast. I'm Rod, joined as always by my homegirl, Karen. <laughs> Not my homegirl. And we are live. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would mix it up, you know, show some respect to Tony now. I love him. Uh, but yeah, you can find us, the Blackout Tips. Uh, search us wherever you get your podcast. Leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcast. Uh, we love that. It helps a lot when y'all do stuff like that because um, people can see where to find the show. You know, they can enjoy it. They can do all that stuff. The official weapon of the show is an unofficial sport. Uh, Wait, the official weapon of the show is... The phony chill. And the unofficial Ah! sport... Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. (laughs) I don't know why these always fucking gotcha questions in my brain. Well, I mean, we've been doing it a certain way for thousands of episodes. It makes sense. So every now and then, y'all, if I pause and think about it, I said, Ron, work with me, people. Work with me. I don't think anybody's (laughs) being that hard on you, Karen. I think it's all in your head. I think so, too. All right. <clears throat> well, don't forget holiday cards. Still have some. Uh, be going out soon mm-hmm. because uh, the stickers are getting here soon. And of course, um, don't forget our wish list, which is in our show notes. If you want to send us gifts, we appreciate that. People are sending stuff. Uh, Saturday we open them. You know when it's when it's feedback show time. But uh, and I can't wait to do that. Um, and the other show keeping note was. Black Friday sale until mm-hmm. December the 5th. To December the 5th. You can go to theblackgowtips.com slash Black Friday if that's the easiest way for you. Um, but you can sign up and get that deal. You know, we already have a commercial for it in the feed. If you need the details on it, email me if you have any questions. People have been emailing me. Um, somebody emailed me and said they don't have PayPal because their PayPal got hacked or something. And I, I said, you know what? Cash at me. I, I'm, that's how much I'm willing to work with folks okay venmo me i'll take care of you email me we'll we'll work it out um uh, don't we do whatchamacallit nope and that's why i do the announcements oh okay um, my bad mm-hmm, it's all good forget what whatchamacallit was yeah forget it <laughs> um but yeah so we'll just go ahead and uh take care of you so make sure y'all do that um all right let's get into uh everybody's favorite segment as long as it's short which is uh, the banner segment. <laughs> Which is never short. Not when it's Karen's turn. It's never gonna be short. No, I talk. Yeah. It's not yeah. really short for me either. Took a while for that beat to drop. Um, all right, Karen. <clears throat> Karen, go ahead, go first. Uh, what's, give me some banter, please. Okay, I guess we're gonna do. I like the kind of going back and forth between us. Okay, we can go back and forth. Then you go first, and then I'll go. Okay, I I, I like that because then it kind of. I mean, not unless you want me to just. No, no. Let's okay. not. Don't double. Don't don't second guess yourself. You said you like the thing. <laughs> don't. Do I said that. that's fine with me. <laughs> well, there's no need to complicate it any further than that. We agree. <laughs> no problem. Uh, something that I well I, I kind of already knew this but something that I really really realized today 
I actually really enjoy running errands with you. Mm-hmm. I like just kind of, uh, uh, Roger drive me like driving Miss Daisy. I can drive, but I, I like for him to drive. And so, you know, we just cruising and riding and just sitting in traffic. And it's really, really relaxing just to get out, out of the house. Cause you know, I work from home. So get out, get some sun and move around and stuff like that. And I never thought about that today. I really do run, uh, love running errands with you. It made me think when I was a lot, uh, smaller, um, I've always been, I, I've always been the type of child who wanted to be out and about. That's why I love to travel and things like that. I've always loved to travel. I remember when my aunt, she had a red Ford Tempo, one of them old school cars. It was shift. <laughs> old school. And uh, anytime she was there, I didn't care. She was going up street, around the corner, next block. I was like, where you going? I'm going too. Let's go. And so I think that adventurous part of me kind of just likes just well, being you, away I, and getting First out. of all, what's that beeping? Is that I, your, all right, I'm trying to figure out. Is that your work computer? <laughs> Hold on one all second, right. y'all. All right, guys. I know. In, in, interruption. Very, very professional. Over Sorry, here. I can't turn it off from here. Okay. Um, but I'll speak. Uh, yeah, I, I like when you run, come with me to run errors and stuff. I mean, um, a lot of times Karen will turn me down. Uh, when I'm like, hey, I'm about to go run some errands because I'm not a force you to come with me person. I'm not a. Uh, I said we're doing this guy. I'm a. I'm a. It's always your choice person. Um, and I don't know what anxieties and hangups I have about that that make me that way. But you know, if I'm, I even if I'm going to the store or something, I never go. Hey, come, let's go to the store. I, I'm always like. Uh, I'm going to the store, and then Karen's like, don't you mean we going to the store? I'm like, obviously, the invite is always there. I just didn't want to speak for you. but um, Sometimes I, t- I take that personal. I'm like, what you mean you going? Don't you mean we? Yeah, I be, I kind of expect you to say you want to go, but I, I just don't assume. Yes. But um, one of the things, though, like today when I came in, I was like, I would like you to run errands with me because I knew we had a lot of stuff, and I, it was going to take me – two, three trips from the car, maybe more by myself to carry everything and to do everything. And I was like, you know, and just get, we need to get out the house and do stuff. And I think also I'm a pretty stress-free person. So mm-hmm. running errands with me is not like a thing. Like some people stress me out, which is why I don't want to do shit with them. Like, yes, like I don't want to run errands if you're going to be stressful. I don't want to do shit with you if you know, uh, and a lot of couples do this where, like, the simplest shit is so fucking high stress. It's just, it needs to be this way, that way. I'm frustrated. You, fr- It's like, I'll stay home then. Ain't Fuck that, that. Yes, ain't so, that the truth. I'm glad you went, though, and I'm glad you have a good time. And, you know, that's one of my goals in life is to for us to be having good times together whenever possible. I don't, you know, even if it's some little shit, like, you know, I think that's, you know, I was thinking about this today. I have, like, I have a... <laughs> It sounds it sounds condescending, but it's not. Uh, or it sounds like a read of myself, but it's not. But I have a low threshold of gratitude. I decided. I think that's what I'm gonna call it. A low threshold of gratitude, and it's 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 absurdly low. It's it's much lower than normal people. Like when I have conversations with normal people, I I feel like the outlier because my shit is like uh, I don't know. Like, and I I don't know if it's because my mind is wired to be like worst case scenario or what but when things are like when when people 
things that might stress somebody else out might not fuck with me too bad because i'm just very much like i don't know i'm happy i honestly think it's the key to a lot of my life i think it's the key to why people love working with me Mm -hmm. i think it's the key to people that like being my friend because right. I, I don't force it on people i don't do uh toxic positivity i don't go well i'm having a good time so you should be having one too i'm like right. i'm having a good time that's my reality you're having a bad time that's your reality i'm not trying to change yours but i can't i'm not gonna pretend to go through what you're going through if i'm not you know mm-hmm. and I think it's, you know, one of the keys to our marriage, you know, our longevity of our marriage. I think it's one of the keys to um, just my general great gratitude towards life and all this stuff. And it's, I don't think it's something I practiced or worked on. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a, something that's part of my personality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the reason, you know, I go on these nerd shows. I went on For All Nerds. They just put it out today. And we differed in opinion about the Marvels and about Loki. And I like at no point was I trying to tell them, it need y'all need to think this is good because I do. But what was interesting is I did feel pressure from them the other way of like, but I think this is bad. Don't you agree? And it's like, no, no. but that's okay. Like it, it shouldn't be a thing where we all watch it and feel the same way. That's it's it's completely fine. That's how life is. And we're all here sharing our experience and having a good time. And I think that, you know, like I think what what flip what trips people up is that. I'm very thoughtful, so it's not like if you say, well, I didn't like this thing, explain why you did, I won't have an answer. I will have an answer. Right. Because I did think about it. I'm not right. fucking dumb. Uh, <laughs> but 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 at the same time, I'm not, like, trying to be argumentative and stuff. And so, yeah, I, I'm glad that you enjoy, you know, doing mundane shit with me because life is mostly mundane shit, and if you don't enjoy that part – uh, which a lot of people don't, it, it kind of fucking sucks. If, if everything has to be a big gesture and a big moment and building towards something, I mean, that's fine, but it just feels like a lot of people don't enjoy Monday through Friday marriage and partnership and friendship, but they, they all living for the weekend, and I think that shit gets old quick. Yeah, and also it's one of the things that everybody goes through this at different times in their lives, and some people they never learn the the thing about life life is not always about the highs all the time i think people love the highs and i do too but some people they everything got to be high note and sometimes things are middle and and sometimes things are just average i mean for me i'm like a high the high could be getting groceries Mm -hmm. that day the high might be that i think what happens is that people chase like it's almost like people's instagrams there's so many i post the food i cook almost every time i cook and sure those pick those don't get the most likes and comments and i don't i don't don't blame them it's not it's not i'm not treating my instagram in the way that i could treat it to make it a place where there's a lot of engagement i'm just kind of just hey proof of life i made a sandwich you know that's kind of how i've been treating it but um the the thing is most people if you look on most a lot of people's instagram it's very like i went to a wedding yes and and, then nothing happens for three months it was my birthday then nothing happens for three months and i think that's how people want life to be almost in relationships where it's like here's our vacation we're all working towards the vacation to so-and-so 
And it's like, yeah, but there's a yeah. lot more days where you're not on vacation. I'm not disagreeing with you, by the way. I'm I'm, I'm just piggybacking on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot more days that aren't vacation that could still be good days. Right. But people are like, no, the vacation is the day. It's going to be the good day that I'm working towards. And I'm like, Friday, Tuesday could be good days, too. Yeah, yeah. And so it's it's one of those things where that, those are the highs that I'm talking about. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like your normal high, but, you know, for me... It was refreshing just to get out the house and just just to, you know, see things, you know, just to kind of interact and things like that. And like you said, it's it's the small mundane things that actually, in my opinion, make life enjoyable. Yeah. Because like you said, you're going to have more of those moments. And I think for some people. I've realized they get bored in those moments, if that makes sense. Like, they're so busy trying to look for the next biggest or the next great, or they always grinding. Like, they have other agendas versus just sitting and enjoying the moment of whatever it is, be it sitting down, talking to a family member, be it sitting down, talking to your kids about nonsense, you know, be it just the simplest shit. People go, well, no, I'd rather have my energy focused on these bigger goals. I always say life is a festival of the mundane message yes it is shout out to chris lambert it's your turn um uh uh, marvel i I started rewatching the mcu from the beginning i i in disney plus they have a thing where you can watch it in chronological order so i'm watching captain america Ah. the first avenger right now oh it's pre-programmed like that Mm -hmm. it's just like a list if you go to marvel and it's like watch it in watch the mcu in such and such order okay you can also watch it by arcs like oh here's the um you know the the the, uh, thanos arc and all that Mm -hmm. stuff Mm -hmm. um anyway my point being uh i'm watching captain america and you know i saw another article last night trying to like weirdly shit on marvel but ignored that these other movies are actually not as profitable as they used to be like it was ignoring of course uh, napoleon it was ignoring um there was some other movie too that that came out and it was like disney's wish flops at the box office and then of course the other movies that didn't do as well or didn't do you know had below what they were expected um whenever these projects came into being right they like so basically they knocked disney and the mcu for not being uh essentially pandemic proof and economy proof nothing is but yeah and then they ignore that everything else isn't either right but this is what i was thinking because a couple people start sharing tweets and they were going viral it's like what's the best entrance in the mcu and somebody had um somebody had thor with uh Stormbreak uh Stormbringer, I think is his name, the mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 axe mm-hmm. uh landing in Wakanda. That a lot of people like that one. Uh Captain America and motherfucking uh uh Inf- Infinity War in the train where they fought in like that train station area, that underground, mm-hmm. and it was all in that noir, almost black and white, and he and they show up and it's just his silhouette at first after the train passes and he don't even have a shield. And is and, and but at the same time, even though he's probably the least powerful character in that scene, because you have Vision, yes. Wanda, you have Ebony Ma, all these people. Correct. He shows up and you're like, Oh, thank God, the Calvary's here. <laughs> it's like somebody came. He gonna he gonna save him. I think it was him and Natasha. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I could do this all day. Yes, let's go. 
my Captain America. And of course, to me, I don't think I, I I think it's one of those things. Name your favorite thing. It's all fun. It's all. Yes. I think the definitive one, and I don't even think it's close. And I think everyone knows it's the right answer. But you know, go off and do your thing. But it's obviously on your left cap. Is like on your left cap is the greatest Marvel. It, it it's a it's a ten year build up to that moment of. Captain Mar- Captain America is fucking down bad. Uh, Shield all fucked up. Thanos like he doesn't use that. Like he doesn't did everything he could do against Thanos. Like him throwing, I think Captain America. I mean him and, and Iron Man, and they got their ass whooped. And then that motherfucker on your left cap, uh, and you just like uh, like I, I cried in the theater when that happened. That's the greatest intro. And it's everyone's intro, kinda. You know, it's not just Sam Wilson. This, you, I think, the first people to come out the tunnel is actually T'Challa and them. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, all this stuff to say, I was like, this is what's missing. This is the problem. And you know, not to blame Marvel and Disney for something, but I got to. This is what they're missing. They don't have a made a fourth be with you. Mm-mm. They don't have an appreciation day for what they built. They don't. And they need one. They need one bad because this is the shit that makes people. The internet is a bitter, cynical, depressing place. Yes, it is. Get, you could you could show somebody a smiling child and by the two days later, somebody's got a hot take on it that's going viral. And people are like, I fucking hate babies. You know, let me tell you my top <laughs> 10 reasons. That, why I hate kids. Why y'all sharing y'all smiling babies? That is uh, babyism. And I am very, <laughs> I am very upset. Come on. And so I'm like, why the fuck don't they have a day to celebrate Marvel? And I think they should. And I think it should be June the 16th. Not to be confused with June 19th, Juneteenth. June the 16th, because the Marvel Universe is a 616. Mm. So why not celebrate every 616 all the MCU shit, all the fun shit that, that people that would be like, fun. Love, could because give your, then you could talk about people be talking about it all day. Give long. people a chance to be fucking grateful because that's what people have lost. They don't have no gratitude. It's because, like, when I talk about the MCU or movies or whatever, I'm never coming at it from the like perspective of like, just you know, I didn't like Secret Invasion. I don't go, God damn, the MCU's garbage. I go, the the MCU is like, uh, it's like uh, the the watching the Warriors Dynasty. You know, what I mean? like where you're like, yeah, a couple years they went. Uh, 63 and 9 and it didn't win they didn't win the ring that year but that didn't turn the whole year to trash for me i went right. damn that's a good ass team if draymond didn't go fucking crazy they probably win another ring that's how i looked at it and Correct. when they won a ring a couple years later you were like that makes sense they're a very good team when they win one after that but i don't i don't knock the warriors like why didn't you win it every year you right. piece of shit nobody's gonna do that but but that's because sports has a built-in appreciation and gratitude there's a trophy there's a ceremony yes we talk about rings all the time we bring up players and they're with like they're good games mcu ain't got that so it just made me think about like we need a 616 day mm-hmm. i i am definitely here for it i uh, absolutely love the mcu uh, I didn't read a lot of the comics and all that stuff. So my version of how I uh, digest the MCU, my quote unquote comic book is like the movies. Mm-hmm. 
So from the way that people know the comic books is the way I know the motherfucking movies, you know, type of thing. Like I know the characters, I know the arc, I, you know, I do the whole thing. And the thing is, you would have two collective groups of people. You would have the people that love the comics. You would have the people that love the movies. You would have the people that love both. Just kind of come in there and yeah. just enjoy just enjoy the day. Because essentially what Marvel's problem is, is they Kevin Feige can't hop on Twitter on the Marvel account and go, hey, bitch, we gave y'all 12 years of dope shit. I don't know if you look around. No one else is even close. Nobody. No one's ever going to be close. Everything we do is unprecedented at this point. The precedent is us. Everything you measure us against is us. This is the LeBron James shit all over again where people are like, but he can't be the GOAT if you measure him against the fictional version of, of Michael the Jordan. fictional version, right. Like It's like, <laughs> or the, the person he could have been. It's like, no, nigga, nobody else got these rings like this and carried these teams like this, and that's, that's unprecedented, so give him a motherfucking, give him this credit. And I think, since the MCU can't do that, because Kevin Feige would get fired the second he typed mm-hmm. bitch. It wouldn't even make it to <laughs> the rest of that tweet. <laughs> they should have a, that. You have a day to celebrate. And then that day becomes the day that we go, yeah, they they got some hits. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect does this. Like, there's like so many uh, Star Trek, like so many. Star Wars. Yeah, I said made a fourth okay. with you. So many different uh, big franchises that have spanned decades or whatever they all have that moment of reflection where you're like oh yeah i like this shit mm-hmm. and i think marvel just don't have that so uh that's what i think um you got another one yes uh something i've realized about the older i get n- the older i get the more i am about uh experiences in life and just enjoying life to its fullest as far as and, and it's kind of going to be and what I mean in life to its fullest, doing things that I probably otherwise, you know, would not have done. You know, like when I went to Jamaica, I went snorkeling, something that I always want to do, you know, and I just got out in the ocean. A bitch can't swim, but she put on her life jacket and got out there in the ocean and had a ball. And so I'm realizing the older I get about experiences, like me going to the Beyonce concert, I, I wanted to go out of just the experience of just going and just being there and being in the atmosphere and me never seeing her before. And so, you know, I realized that those are the little small and sometimes big joys in life. But also something I realized about experiences as you get older is learning how to take better care of yourself, you know, because like, I love to get massages and stuff. And I had broke because of COVID. I had broke getting a massage. I used to get a massage like religiously every three months, every, you know, every, you know, two well, and a half, three you months. Were getting, you got some during COVID too. Yeah. 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 Late, later on in COVID. Yeah. 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 I mean, every, you know, that was reasonable. Yeah. And so it was one of those things where I want to kind of do that more frequently, mm-hmm. you know, just little things like that and, and just realize that, you know, the older you get, it's about just experiencing and not even really experiencing on your own. But like you say, doing the small stuff, like I say, running errands with you, doing things with your yeah. mom, you know, stuff like that. And, I, and I've just realized that, that as you get older, your priorities kind of shift in what, what's important to you and what's not. OK. Um, uh, one more thing for me was uh, I just need somebody to tell the people who decide what things cost in America. The stimulus check money being gone. 
right. we, we don't have the five anymore. So, you know, I went to the gas station the other day and gas is back down to three dollars. Thank you. Whoever makes the decision for that, it's about fucking time. The money was spent. I don't know why you thought we had five dollars a gallon or whatever the fuck y'all was trying to do when Joe Biden first got to office and y'all was like, let's fuck up his presidency. <clears throat> I don't know if y'all just scared of Trump. I, I don't know what the reasons are. But everybody, calm the fuck down. Same thing with the dollar menu. Every all the shit need to come back, cause we ain't got it. You know, it's and and it's not like I look around. I'm like, well, you know what? I'm paying more for, uh, I'm paying more for McNuggets. But at least these employees are well taken care of. No, they still got attitudes because they ain't getting no money. Right? Can't get healthcare insurance. And y'all working on the death and got less of them right and charging me more where the fuck is the money going where is the money going okay all right what's next uh this right here is my last one Mm -hmm. and i know uh it's one of these things where i know this but it's one of these things where since we was thinking about it i i really really (laughs) enjoy playing video games and i and and i and i know i enjoy playing video games but i've really been really enjoying this video game i've been playing i fucked around the other night y'all and played to 3 a.m that's why we didn't get a show yesterday because i got out working with the sleep (laughs) i stayed up like i was 12 Mm-hmm. playing that goddamn video game and i went doing nothing but cleaning the ocean and recycling because y'all know y'all know i play them cozy games yeah i played uh i beat sea of stars oh how was that oh i loved it i, I loved it so much i actually beat it the regular way and then um when you beat it it's like hey if you want to we'll take you back to the moment before you fought the main boss and you, they give you the ability to like fly or something, mm-hmm. so you can reach some new places in the map that you couldn't. Ooh. And it's like you can collect and do a bunch of stuff and like hard tasks in this universe that you couldn't do before. And at the end, and you'll get a different ending than the one you just got. Oh, and so I won't spoil the ending, mm-hmm. but uh, I did all that shit. And I mean, one of the one of the tasks was hard as fuck. It was. Like, all the boss fights and stuff, I, I was able to get through. Uh, but there was one task where you had to collect 60 of these, like, shells. And when I tell you I was knee-deep in a guide looking at every single, like, location, I, I got I got to 58. Couldn't figure out which two I didn't have. Wow. I, I, I went and watched videos of just, like, every single one. And then I, yeah. I finally got it, and I did this, like, the the super duper mission and got the super duper real ending and like money well i don't even know if i had to pay for that because i think it might have been on game Game pass Pass, i think it is the the time well spent i looked at the i don't know what it's at now but i know near the end i had played at least 80 hours of that shit so uh love sea of stars it's old school turn-based role-playing game with like you know pixel you know like mm-hmm. the look like eight, 16 beat gra- bit graphics and stuff but yeah i, yeah, I love that game yeah because you've been playing so much you made me want to learn want, want to mm-hmm. play it so i started i didn't get far in it i started the other day and because it, it, it doesn't seem hard to play Mm-mm, and, and there's some sliders that you can change to be like make the enemies 30 percent less strong you can i didn't do them but there's an, there's another one where you can see how to because during your fighting sequences you can press buttons with certain attacks and if you time it right you get like bonus stuff it's not necessary but it helps 
and um that you can turn something on so you visually can tell when you hit it the right way it's a mm. it's very you can turn on story mode where basically you won't end up dying so like yeah, it's super fun. I love that okay, game. Right. That sounds like right up my alley because I, I, I like things where you can tinkle with the settings because when I started – oh, a, a shout-out to uh, uh, Game Pass because the thing is, like I told y'all, uh, uh, I love cozy games. So uh, Coral Island is – I have like a list. I follow a lot of cozy gamers on YouTube. And so I had put it on like a list of games. So – I had seen it. Everybody was like, it's coming out, it's coming out. But I'd be forgetting. Sometimes shit come out on like, um, what do you call that? Oh, fuck. Um, they come out on game, on like like PC gaming mm-hmm. before it comes out on like everything else. And so I seen it was on like PC gaming. And so for Xbox, you could do PC gaming. So I bought it on PC gaming and sat down. I was like, no, bitch, I don't do PC gaming. And nothing wrong with PC gaming. I don't like it. I like a TV. I pay too much for my TV and no control in my hand. That's just me personally. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to play it. Then they was like, it's coming to like the Game Pass. And I was like, on the Xbox, I was like, let's go. And so when it came on, I downloaded it and kept it going. And bitch, I paid once and I had to pay twice. I was like, let's go. So I've been really enjoying that game. And for that game, you can adjust things too. You can adjust how the timing goes so your day won't go as fast. Steam, that's what I couldn't think of. Thank you. It was Steam, Uh, 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 a a PC gaming on Steam before it goes to like, you know, a Nintendo Switch and all that type of stuff. And so... I absolutely uh, uh, love that game. I could, uh, I've been watching a lot of YouTubes on it. So it's, you know, kind of telling me like how to set the things, you know, uh, like they do the time and they was like the time is in like military time. They showed you how to change the time and all that type of stuff. So I have really, really been um, enjoying that game. I don't know how many hours I play, but I enjoy video games. The video games, like I said, it's, it's one of those mm-hmm. experiences, things in life I was talking about before. It's something that I enjoy. So whatever you enjoy, be it reading, exercise, whatever it is, child, do more of it and do it to the fullest. Um, and then lastly, since I started watching Captain America, it just made me think the fact that Steve Rogers didn't wake up and immediately call Nick Fury a colored fella. Uh, that really foreshadows him being able to pick up Thor's hammer in the end game. Cause where else you gonna find a white man from like the nineteen twenties or whatever that skipped a hundred years, woke up and what still wasn't racist? Like didn't like and, and, and at that point in time, colored fella wouldn't have put you in the racist category. Mm-mm. But he just was like, I don't talk like that, and I appreciate I that, like that. I, for Steve Rogers. That's why he's you know he, the that's, greatest. That's why he my cap my Captain America. I don't care what y'all say. Like, that's the only thing you can show me from America that I believe in. Be like, come okay. on. Okay. Um, all right. Um, also, breaking news. What happened? Apparently, the national, speaking of America, um, the national Christmas tree has fallen. The one in New York? I don't know. Uh, Washington? I don't know where. To that breaking news that we've Christmas been following here at the White House, the national park service okay they told us just within the last 15 minutes that a big gust of wind knocked over the national christmas tree it's all set for a big tree lighting ceremony on thursday ardelia gonsalves just arrived on the scene so Delia, we know that the national park service is assessing the damage what can you see from your vantage point 
Unfortunately, we can't see a whole lot. We did circle around the ellipse uh, for some time, but we can see this massive crane that they brought in, and that crane is working very carefully to try to upright that Christmas tree that fell. We're told the Christmas tree fell just around two o'clock this afternoon. It was a completely decorated tree. I'm told the contractor is willing to come back and redecorate, but they're not even certain if this tree is is salvageable at this point. As you can imagine, and you saw me all bundled up, the wind is biting today. Very strong gusts here in downtown DC. So that tree falling over at two o'clock this afternoon hasn't been lifted just yet, so it's unclear what the condition of that tree will be. However, we're told the show will go on like you. Wow. Oh, damn. And imagine the people that that's it was fully decorated. So that that it probably took them days to fucking decorate. And who how tall is that tree? Probably 100 feet or some bullshit. Now they were like, we'll do it again. I cannot think of a more apt metaphor for America. That I, I don't, I don't like, think I don't think there's ever been a thing that happened that's more emblematic of what America is currently going through is you we took it down a, tight enough. <laughs> we took a, a brightly we we were celebrating in the end zone. We were we were we were we were on a good path, and then we just fucking let the goddamn tree blow over, you know. And then and now we we looking at Biden with a crane like fix this shit. Fix it, Joe Byron. <laughs> like, I feel like that's, that feels very much like just fucking America right now. I, I don't know. Oh, man. Uh, that's all that's right. sad to hear. My, my, my heart goes out to them, to, to them people. <laughs> this uh ain't going to get no sleep because the ceremony on Thursday. What shit, bitch? It's Tuesday. Move the ceremony. They talking about the party going to go on. Okay, well, I guess y'all going to be partying, laying... <laughs> horizontal on the ground <laughs> Come on, take now. the pictures from the top make it seem like it's still standing <laughs> come on sideways because this is fucking dumb that's that's it party is over um all right let's do something we haven't done in a while let me see what you want to be you better move your body you better move your feet and i want to grow show me what's cool riding caring baby lgbtq news Woo! we're trying to take us down but we still around we live. All right, LGBTQ news. Been a minute, but we haven't forgot. Uh, it's mostly bad news. Russia moves to outlaw LGBTQ plus rights movement. The movement for rights. <laughs> there was a rights you thought. Much like black identity in America, they are labeling uh, activists for LGBTQ plus rights as extremists mm-hmm. in Terrorist. Russia. Uh, yeah, the country's justice ministry filed a lawsuit with the Russian Supreme Court aiming to ban what it called the International LGBT Public Movement. Now, how are you going to ban the international, international movement? Don't y'all just control y'all shit? Right. Uh, in a statement, authorities said they had identified signs and manifestations of extreme nature, extremist nature, including incitement of social and religious discord, <laughs> not violence, discord. Hey, I don't like how you oppressing me for just being gay. Wow. Like, so discord much? Maybe you should go to jail. <laughs> but discord. 
the the AP uh, reported that the country's Supreme Court will hear a lawsuit November 30th. That's only two days from now. Mm-hmm. Uh, as The Guardian noted, Russian authorities have labeled human rights groups, independent media, and groups opposing Vladimir Putin's regime as extremists in the past. Some have been prosecuted and received lengthy jail sentences. They don't be bullshitting over there. You are activists over there, man. It's I mean, they not fucking around. I, I understand why people leave, you know. Uh, it remains unclear if by international LGBT public LGBT public movement, the justice ministry meant any specific organizations or the country's LGBTQ plus community broadly. I want to say err on the side of they probably meant the latter. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, cause uh, yeah, they, they, they will straight up lock your ass up, you know? Um, so yeah, good luck, man. And Russia is very homophobic and stuff too. And America's obviously homophobic too, but mm-hmm. I guess the difference being like, they're not locking up glad, you know what I mean? they can't. Even when we had, um, Trump in office or you have like Ron DeSantis and shit, they're, as of yet... I, I mean, who knows where it will go? I got to say, because they can't. They're not locking up their... Well, what do you mean can't? Well, they can, but they won't. They haven't yet, is all I'm saying. Because I, I think can't is a strong word that just means they ain't did it yet. And I I know Trump is already talking about if he gets reelected, he trying to politically like like lock people up. Like He's, mm-hmm, he he's be... trying to act like they're trying to put me on trial just because they don't like me and I have different b- political beliefs than them. Well, I, when I get in office, I'm going to do the same thing to them. Now, of course, that's not what's happening to him. He broke laws. Right. But he is like, I will turn the Justice Department into my own, like, lock my enemies up yeah. thing. So, yeah, I think, you know, Russia, But as we're finger-wagging ourselves at Russia, don't forget, like, we ain't far from this. No, we're not in... Uh a lot of people fail to realize if Trump gets in the office again, he will make fucking sure he never loses another motherfucking again. So it matters. Uh, Mike Johnson applauds efforts to make gay marriage and sodomy illegal again. This motherfucker going to take us back to like 19, whatever. Like what? Be be careful. A lot of states have all these laws, old laws on their books, and people like y'all need to get them off. People go, we don't enforce them. Nah, they're there for a reason. And he wants federal laws, though. He wants it not to be up to the states. He wants. Oh, so this you want federal? Kiss my ass. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Here's the thing I'll say. Uh, what this what this made me think about is that Republicans are looking for a new Roe v. Wade. Yes. And trans people, LGBTQ people are their new, hey, Christian conservative bigots will fucking vote for this Mm -hmm. is what they're hoping. And they're mostly hoping white women will vote for this because they they lost some white women with that Roe v. Wade shit. They're hoping that general dissatisfaction and whatever can just bring them back to the conservative fold and and if they can breed enough apathy and resentment and all this stuff, the liberal people won't vote. The white women who are sparked to to vote about the rights of their bodies will go, ah, fuck it. And then somehow through the erosion of goodwill, they'll end up with, uh, you know, with with the majority again when it comes to who, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. majority in quotes. And I'm I'm like, 
this gay stuff is there is clearly what they're hedging their bets on of course hey you hate women being able to choose you know what's worse than that gay people being able to live freely well we need to stop that let's bring back sodomy laws not not sodomy for like sexual assault but just oh you two people had sex in a way that is not what we consider uh appropriate because y'all are of the same sex or genders that we don't want to see have sex because heterosexual couples commit sodomy all the time right i was about to say right it's one of these things where yeah straight people do this so what the fuck are we talking about we just gonna lock up everybody then or we just doing this when it comes to them yep so mike johnson the more we find out about him the more i'm like oh that's why he won um nurse who said she'd misgender patients whines about being called transphobic This, this uh, I know we always make this comparison because you know everything is a racial analogy in my head, but this is literally like someone being like, "Uh, I'm a nurse. Just because I call grown ass black people boy and girl whenever they come in, now they acting like I'm racist. Like, like that's basically what that sentence means to me. Uh, you call a few people the N word, next thing you know, they're like, "Uh, you're being racist. Yes. I don't think so. You don't get to decide that." She's an anti-trans activist in British Columbia. She testified that she's a Canadian. She testified that she is not transphobic during disciplinary hearing over her derogatory and discriminatory public statements. Do you not know what words mean? Also, do you not know you from Canada? Even if even if you're a Canadian bigot, you know you can't say you can't operate that way. That's not, that's not child culture. You don't come from this. Mm-mm. You gotta you gotta say it politely. You know, I just don't think you use guys should be getting married eh yozers uh the hearing which began last week and wrapped up wednesday was the latest in a years-long process uh stretching back to 2020 according to a conservative outlet unheard amy ham first learned that she was under investigation unheard we hear you i don't understand the title it's u-n-h-e-r-d and i don't know where the title comes from and i don't give a fuck but it's apparently a conservative outlet so right. you can go look that up on your own time everybody um, I, I won't uh she was under investigation by the british columbia but i hear you know karen i'm, I'm just saying i've never heard of these people either. <laughs> okay i was making a joke maybe that's what they mean by unheard <laughs> right i never heard of them never it's like how every white comedian over 50 years old is like they they canceling me for the things I'm saying live at my sold out show in Madison Square Garden, which will be on Netflix. This is volatile speech, right? Okay, what about my freedom of speech to say it? Uh, that get paid for it. It's really not. It's more like paid them of speech. I'm getting paid for these. Hey, guys. baby, you frozen and they can't hear you. Oh, I'm frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, uh oh. Let me try refreshing. Okay. okay um i didn't realize you were frozen people kept saying no sound i looked up and realized you weren't moving i'm moving though but you're not this is how i run through you the sound froze okay all right i'm trying to hop back on the um the app here okay see if it'll let me um also it's weird because our internet is through the same thing it seemed like if my shit your shit working mine should be working am i moving in my back i see you moving now Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, so, yeah, uh, uh, the hearing which began last week and wrapped up Wednesday was the latest in a years-long process stretching back to 2020. Uh, 
According to a conservative outlet on her, Amy Ham first learned that she was under investigation by the British College, wait, by the British Columbia College of Nurses and Midwives three years ago after she helped pay for a billboard expressing support for transphobic author J.K. Rowling. Well, yeah, if that's your Patronus, you you damn sure. Uh, yeah, somebody gonna have something to say about that. Come on now. She's like, I'm not transphobic. I just really, really like Harry Potter. Especially no. after J.K. Rowling said what she said. I, mm-hmm. Something about it made me like her so much more. That's not how this works. Um... But yeah, between approximately July 2018 and March 2021, you made discriminatory and derogatory statements regarding transgender people. While identifying yourself as a nurse or nurse educator, these statements were made across various online platforms, included but not limited to podcasts, videos, published writings, and social media. Well, goddamn. So she wanted people to know. They, this wasn't, right. and was this an investigation or did they just hit play? Play. Um, right? Did your boss come in one day and open up their email and found a fucking link to a podcast? According to the CBC, the, she frequently refers to transgender women as men in social media posts, videos, and podcasts and argues that trans women are a threat to cisgender women and children. She also describes non-binary adults as making an extremely embarrassing display of narcissism and low intelligence. I'm not transphobic, she said in her testimony. What? I don't have any issue with trans people. It's the infringement on women and children's rights. She also described the concept of gender identity as anti-scientific, metaphysical nonsense. What? You are. You are. I don't understand. She also claimed that her anti-trans activism doesn't extend to the workplace. Uh, we yes, have, it does. Your whole job is to interact with the public. If you say it and you mean it, and you're gonna be interacting with these people. Meanwhile, she has posted, "We have eyeballs, and we will continue to use them to misgender you." So, do you not bring your eyeballs Post to work, work, or right? No, the guy was like, "We can't, we can't be sued because you want to act a motherfucking fool." Whether or not I agree with certain policies, I limit my advocacy for changing policies to outside of work. She claimed how do we know this no you bring that shit to the job you've talked to co-trust they probably interview co-workers you said something to something no you can't be that you can't be this adamant well, about just, something well, and then not be going to the workplace it wouldn't even matter if co-workers or somebody said something to me what does that matter this is like a person being like yeah i'm in the kkk when i'm off the clock now why can't i be a cop you know it's like, like it's like that's half the problem with the force yes you can't not bring that to work. And we don't have a way to prove that you don't. Right. Um, she also says she never claimed to be a representative of her profession, despite the fact that she has consistently noted that she is a nurse in her bios and has accompanied her anti-trans articles and her profile on the on a website. So she uses the fact that she... And this is what all these quacks do. They use the fact that they're like medical, like I'm a nurse. And it doesn't matter if they're in the... The same thing happened with anti-vax. 2% of the nurses was like, I don't believe in this shit. And then they were like, and I'm a nurse, so you should believe not to believe in it. And it's like, but what about the other 98% of people that think the vaccines are fine? Fuck them. They don't know shit. They're corporate shields. Not me. Um, so, yeah. Uh, they said they'll make closing uh, oral submissions on this testimony uh, in, the new, in the new year. So I guess it wrapped on November 8th, it seems. And they're gonna take a, a take and I guess January. they they not too pressed on Mm-mm. on this. They not rushing this one. Mm-mm. 
take your time and go ahead and charge her. This shit is stupid. Why are All you right. wasting taxpayers' money up in Canada? Uh, let's see. Right wingers made a comedy movie attacking trans women in sports, and it looks terrible. The far right and the viciously anti-trans Daily Wire has announced its first feature-length comedy film written to mock comedy. Tra- they they don't do funny. They funny is terrible and dry. Right. Um, yeah, conservatives normally aren't very funny. Um, written to mock trans women and girls who are fighting for the right to participate in sports as their gender. A trailer for the film entitled Lady Ballers depicts a group of cisgender men de- deciding to pretend to be trans women and join a women's basketball league as one team with the intent of dominating the sport. That's not how none of this works. The trailer calls the film the most triggering comedy of the year. Over old dads? I don't think so. A derisive <laughs> reference to the right-wing narrative that progressives are snowflakes or are easily triggered. This is ironic considering that the people at the Daily Wire were so triggered by the existence of trans people that they made an entire movie about something that has never happened. Right. Yeah, what I think is interesting is that part and and the fact that you have to make up scenarios that don't happen in order to stoke these fears. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same thing happened with J.K. Rowling where she wrote a book about a, like a trans serial killer who was also a rapist that's using the fact that they can be trans to go in women's bathrooms and do all this. And you're like, well, you wrote that because that's not happening. Right. So you can have something fictional to rail against because you don't have a real point right now. Like you're like, you know, and I mean, we talked about it in the, in the past, but mm-hmm. you know, this idea that, all that would be stopping somebody from being a rapist in a bathroom is a sign on the door. That's, it's crazy anyway. That's not true. Um, like, like that's such a ridiculous thing. There's not like there's a force field where you're like, I identify as a man, and then the women's bathroom door locks on you. Like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> shit. I wish. So, so it's just interesting that um, that they had to make this up. And then the other part is the lowest bar of comedy at this point is the. I set out to offend people and then I make fun of the people being offended. It's, it's honestly, it's the lowest bar. It's not, you don't actually have to be funny. Right. It's, it's I like, I, I've never, none of those people have done something that really made me be like, damn, that's some smart comedy. I could do this. You could do this. Every human being I think is capable of this level of comedy it's one of the things I dislike about Chappelle's latest specials is they, they're not smart. And he's made smart comedy in the past, so I'm not going to just pretend that, oh, yeah, man, you know, it's he's always the GOAT. Yeah, okay, sure. If That means he could serve you a shit sandwich and you still going to eat it and think it's delicious. Cool for you. But for me, I got a bar that he set that I'm like, yeah, it's not as good as it used to be. This is not smart. And it's not like you had a one-off. It's been several specials in a row. And Dave Chappelle might be the best of that brand of comic. Meaning, this shit gonna be even worse. It's not gonna be funny at all. Like, like you won't even get a chuckle out of this kind of shit because it's just not thought out. It's not gonna be smart uh, or poignant or funny. So, yeah, mm-hmm. trash. Right. Uh, yeah, child, I wish they had a, a thing... You know, where like you say, uh, 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 a man coming in with uh, 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 acting like you know, uh, doing the bullshit like in the comedy, and it just locked the door on him, going, "No, you ain't allowed in here. Just lock him out. Don't come in here bothering us. We minding our business." Yeah, nobody, 
Yeah, and I know the they're serving red meat, so mm-hmm. the Daily Wire people will probably watch it. Um, and then they'll go, oh, the, the media is scared of this. But no, honestly, I, and I bet I can't speak for trans people, mm-hmm. but I'll speak for myself. This shit is not even like offensive in the way that they want it to be. Right. You know, like I know what they want. They want, they want to make lives. everybody mad. They want to go viral. They want us all sharing it and playing the, the trailer and, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, dunking on it, but helping their numbers go up, spreading awareness. And I, it ain't even worth that. It's just like, okay, y'all corny. Moving on. It is not going to be entertaining. It is going to be dry. It's going to be terrible acting. Like, it's going to be really bad. Yeah. Um. Here's some good news. Let's end on this. Okay. Non-binary icon Janelle Monet inspired an award show to degender one of its categories. The 2023 Soul Train Awards awarded her the Spirit of Soul Award, which used to be called the Lady of Soul Award. For the first time ever, the award show renames its iconic Lady of Soul category to honor the diversity and inclusivity of this year's recipient. They are forced to be reckoned with in the worlds of film, music, fashion, and advocacy, a champion for the LGBTQIA plus community and advocate for mental health awareness. Janelle Monet defies stereotypes and pushes boundaries with their chart topping and captivating on-screen roles. Child, yes. Because I'm going to tell you, her album has got me in a motherfucking chokehold since that bitch came out. Child, I like I have had that motherfucker on loop. And you can play from the beginning to the end and the end to the beginning. That bitch goes kudos. Uh, it's kudos. But um, the thing. <laughs> what I say, kudos. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> And for anybody <clears throat> that that's wondering, uh, Janelle Monae uses they and she pronouns, so mm-hmm. Karen didn't just misgender her. Um, but I just think it's cool because um, you know BT is under this kind of pressure, and and I and I definitely think they've fallen short some years, and they've been better the last couple of years. Um, I don't know if Soul Train has the same history, but anytime we have black award shows. It's black. It has to be black for everybody, and if it's not, then it can't really. It shouldn't. Then it's then it's not doing a good job. And I've always felt like a lot of times we had our award shows. It was you know, we would be leaning a little more for like, well, listen, the the church people feel this way. The, the, the straight people feel this way. The men feel this way. And it's like when you start uh, only accommodating for the feelings of of the groups of privilege within the community you essentially push everybody else to, uh, you know, you push them down. And so to hear them not only address like, yo, she's not, this is a non-binary person. We're changing the the entire name of the award. I think that's really like an uplifting, dope, inclusive thing. Mm-hmm. And, and look, maybe this will be a, a thing where they don't change. Like next year it goes back to Lady of Soul for the next person. I don't, Lady of, uh, what was it, Lady of Spirit? But um. Lady of Soul. Yeah, maybe it goes back to Lady of Soul for the next person. I don't know the rules to this, but right. they just I just think it's actually matter. really cool mm-hmm. that um, that they did this this year, and I, I kind of hope they keep the same spirit up. And I have a question. Do they have a, a separate one for a men's category? I'm, I'm just asking. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I just thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's get into some other stuff. Where were we at? Oh, 55 minutes. All right. 
Um, let's get into another segment. Well, is there anything regular I want to talk about real quick before I play the next musical break? Um, oh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Let's just get into some regular ass uh, uh, news here. Um, boom. Beyonce reveals that Blue Ivy saw the harsh comments about her dance moves during the Renaissance tour. Uh, Blue decided to put in the work to train even harder for future stops. So apparently... Yeah, when she first... I remember that. When she first started coming out, a lot of people talked about how stiff she was. Like, they... I mean, they really... I was like, y'all, she's a child. This was probably... That was probably like her first live performance in front of tens of thousands of people. Come on now. So it turns out that that performance was only supposed to be a one-time thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, but, uh, and, and like, Beyonce didn't even want her to perform because she understands the scrutiny that that puts you under right. and the pressure and all that stuff. And she was like, baby, you ain't got and to do this. Like, I, I, like I'm grown, but, but, you know, do you really want to do it? She probably had to, probably had to have a conversation. She said, she told me she was ready to perform and I told her no. Uh, she says in the film, though she finally relented, Beyonce was dismayed even when Blue read the comments on social media that criticized her lackluster moves. But it thrilled her mother that instead of quitting, she decided to put in the work and train even harder for future stops. So she ended up, you know, keeping, um, keeping, keeping it, in, it in the tour. Yeah. And, and I'm not even going to lie. I'm so glad she did because for a lot of people that was their first time seeing her live, like seeing her in, in person. You know, you obviously the the videos and, you know, and shit like that. But I know that was the highlight of the show was to see her out there dancing. For me, it was. Yeah, I just think it's dope to see, like, by the end of it, and maybe it was always kind of going to be this way, but by the end of it, she was still in the show and people were like so excited when she came out mm -hmm. and her like few minutes of being on the stage and the crowd yelling her name and all that stuff. It, it just, it, knowing what happened behind the scenes, it, it makes you even, it feels even doper. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to her for having that ability to like lock in and get better because I think these are the things that people uh, try to discredit this generation for having. Like, oh, these these kids today, it's like, well, she she locked in and got better and if said, they, I, I'm going to make my mom proud. I'm going to make everybody proud. I'm going to make myself proud. If they want it bad and enough. And I'm going to show yep. people. Mm -hmm. If they want it bad enough. And you can see kind of in the videos, you can see her progressively getting better. I have a video I was going to play. Oh, okay. I'm here uh, for it. This is, this is the video of her <laughs> side by side with the first night versus the uh, last night. Um, uh, I'll see if I can maybe work up this volume because something's happening with the thing where it's moving slow what's happening play all right let's try to refresh this thing i don't i don't know what's happening with my computer today but it's moving slow the internet is acting dumb and it's still acting dumb <laughs> it will play and it stopped 
Yeah. Was it trying to download it? I don't know. That was weird. You got to go somewhere else to get it? Uh. <laughs> now, why would it. What the fuck? <laughs> I was trying to just turn the volume down. But yeah, you can see you can see her moves from the first night to the last night. Yeah, she's not as stiff. Yeah, I mean, like anyone would be. She kind of learned in front of us, and she's yes. young. And and I know it's some nep nepotism type shit, but like I believe in black. <laughs> I don't know why I keep turning the volume up. I believe in black nepotism, though. I'm a big, Come big on. fan of that. <laughs> so, but yeah, man, she like she became a dancer, you know, low key, uh, in front of the world. Um, but also, the internet is so mean. Yes, it is. And I know everybody's gonna do the like it wasn't me type of thing, but honest to God, it was. It was most of y'all. It was a lot of y'all. You know, because motherfuckers don't know how to shut the fuck up. Like, they don't know how to just witness something and think about the people involved for just one split second and be like, maybe, maybe not. Right. And I was like, she a lot bolder than I would have been at that age. And to think about Blue Ivy is from the time Blue Ivy was born, niggas have been on that baby. They they complained about the way they wouldn't comb her hair and let her hair be natural. They would call that baby nap. Like, they have been really riding that child since that child been born. Yeah, people are nasty and rude in general and then try to act like, who did that? Right. You know, like, who said that? And it's like, you, you, you do it all the time. You... Talk about the way people dress. You talk about their bodies. You talk about their kids. You talk about their marriage. You talk about, you know, and I know some people put that shit out there to be talked about, but, you know, it's the it's the lack of humanity. It's the way we treat motherfuckers. Like, it's all for our amusement. It's why I don't really trust the, the support, quote unquote, of social media, because I feel like it's fake and it can always be just withdrawn and completely turned the opposite direction at a moment's notice. So you shouldn't put your faith in that kind of stuff. But you would think the vast in person, the vast majority of people would be like, oh, yeah, that's Beyonce's child. And that was a cool, fun moment. Mm -hmm. And it's only once you get to the anonymity of the Internet, that motherfuckers start turning into like, Ugh, what? The, look at these moves. Ugh, fire her from the tour. Ha ha ha. And, and maybe you just never think it's possible for the person to see it. But we all see everything now. Yeah, and on top of that, I don't think I would be that bold at that age. And also, I could imagine being nervous doing it for the very first time. I, I wouldn't be that bold at this age. I don't want people talking shit about me now. Why, why do y'all think it would be different for anybody younger? You know what I right. mean? Like, people just say horrible shit. It, just, it is what it is. I, I get it when it's an adult to some extent or somebody's done something to deserve it. But people's default is pretty fucking horrible. Yeah. So I, I'm not surprised at all that she saw that because people see everything. It's like how people go, when I get if I get famous, I'll let somebody else do my social media. You're still gonna see shit. You still gonna see shit. Cause you half the shit you see now you didn't really see. Someone told you about. Someone shared it. Someone texted you. Someone did you hear about that thing? You listen to this podcast. So yeah, it's it's almost impossible when you're a person that everyone's focused on or not get hit with these strays and as i've said about lizzo megan the stallion all these all these like young black women especially but young black people black girls black boys i don't i don't know what this shit is gonna be doing to their brains to to have this kind of weird 
reflexive negativity towards everything all the time. And sometimes you, sometimes you, the main character, man, I don't know. Uh, anticipation, anticipation builds. Who will Usher bring on stage for Epic Super Bowl halftime show? He can. Do people not know Usher's catalog? He can literally go out there and be like Rihanna and just perform all his favorite hits without. Well, I don't think it's turning into. I don't know where you got that part from. There's no disrespect going to Usher. That's not what they're saying. They're not saying Usher won't be able to have any hits. I think they're saying he has 30 years of a career mm-hmm. and he's like collabed with everybody. Oh, with so many people. I see what you're saying. Every other halftime person brings people out. You know? Do like so a- that, it's like who he bringing out is, I think that's what they're saying. Not, okay. He ain't got no hit, so what the, who cares? Um, so I do want to know who he's going to bring. I wonder if he'll bring out like Lil John. Oh. Ludacris. That would be nice. I saw Ludacris performing today at, at, at the Falcons uh, arena, suspended from the like dome um, the other day. Like, I don't know, man. It could be fun. Yeah, because he got, like you said, he got a long list. Ain't no teller who he's liable to bring out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I do wonder, like, yeah, I would love to see him. I mean, you know, obviously not like uh, – <laughs> R. Kelly, same girl, mm-hmm. not that you know, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. uh, Alicia Keys, Beyonce, mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj, Jay Z. He's literally performed with just about everybody. I wonder if he'll do like his residency and bring someone famous on stage and serenade him. Oh, that would be fun. Yeah, people were saying Kiki Palmer to like bring it back or whatever, um, but I don't know about the Kiki Palmer one. I think he, I don't think he should do anybody's done already. Yeah, she be somebody. I think different. it's obvious who she he should do, but I don't think anyone's gonna like my answer. But it's Taylor Swift. <laughs> ah, you're trying to make him mad. It's the up. right. It's the right answer. <laughs> y'all know it's the right answer. I don't care that y'all don't. Y'all know I'm right. You can't handle it. It's fine. But it's obviously Taylor Swift. They, it won't. It probably won't happen. But it, honestly, it should be Taylor Swift. And if all is right with the world. That'll be the moment that uh, Travis Kelsey's heart gets broke. He'll be on Twitter saying, "You a mom," even though he he's supposed to be playing in the, he playing in the Super Bowl halftime. It's like, what you doing on your phone? Pay attention. Then they gonna go out and lose the Super Bowl. And Taylor gonna leave him, start dating Usher, and so we will have completed the transfer. But we will have won the racial draft. We have traded Travis Kelsey to the to the whites, and and gained. Uh, Kayla Swift to the blacks, <laughs> the most powerful white woman of all time, possibly. <laughs> Come on, um, you know, no, no offense to uh, RBG, rest in heaven. But, uh, I think that's the only way to complete the set. <laughs> that's hilarious. And then people gonna be mad because she gonna be all in the residency while they trying to have a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, you know the blacks will be upset. That's why. That's one of the reasons to do it. Nothing makes the NFL go viral the more than the the blacks. Okay, the blacks being mad about some shit is one hundred percent how you end up uh, going viral, and and the NFL needs that. Chad, I go to Usher residency. Tay Tay, bitch, I'm like, hey Tay Tay. 
Everybody gonna look like, bitch, shut the hell up. He serenade Taylor Swift, man. That shit will be the biggest. That'll be more talked about than the Super Bowl. Honest to God. Because people hate her. And then for no real good reason, they hate her. And then they, the people that love her will defend her honor and then you mm-hmm. that shit will be bigger than the super bowl i promise the goodness it will yes chad they be talking yes you think they go and, and chad and once she come out there rates gonna go through the roof come people gonna be like who taylor swift i got to see this foolishness yeah <laughs> you got all these white girls watching the nfl that don't watch it if taylor swift is there they, they'll watch it yes they will ratings will show ratings. taylor swift bigger than the nfl yes she is and people don't want to believe that bullshit but that's the truth i don't know how to tell y'all this you think she's fucking up your game? No, you're y'all are fucking up the people that follow her life. Right, they go, bitch. I don't give a fuck about sports, but if you're there, I'm watching. <laughs> oh man, Child, but, they're really like fuck athletics. I'm just here for Taylor. But of course, if they do this, though, you know. Let me say this: I am a firm supporter and advocate of bringing back. The whipping posts from slavery. Um, oh, they're going to do a remix and take it off, child. Make the internet burn down. Um, Actually, I don't really give a fuck about this story. Never mind. Okay, uh, let's what? just move on. Okay. It was yes, a different story. Yes, we'll never know. It was, it was about how a Washington Post opinion, I think Washington Post was somebody opinion piece about how people aren't dating anymore because of politics and if somebody's liberal the chance of them dating somebody who's conservative is extremely low now Oh, this is um, like white people and it lose. used to be better yeah yeah it's just i i, I just decided i don't care Mm-mm. like it, you know whatever man I, I i don't know why people act like these aren't political um decisions that why i don't know why people think political decisions don't affect people's real lives right like it's not just a matter of difference of opinion Mm-mm. these are what are the political decisions that would keep me from dating a conservative oh let's think about it the right to have an abortion that might be a fucking problem for me mm-hmm. you don't even believe in that right that that might be a fucking issue and i don't want to date you if that's an, uh, your hang-up or whatever you know um gay people what if i'm bi what if I just have gay friends and shit? I don't want them around you. You know, like it's like they act black. I, you don't like black people. You're a racist. That's why right. you voted for Trump. Oh, well, I guess I should be okay with it. Different strokes for different folks. folks even though you don't believe in the TV show, different strokes, because you don't like to see blacks and whites mixing. Right. You know, it's, and also it's one of those things where for a lot of people, they was like, hmm this ain't enough dick to bypass uh all the bullshit that comes with it so no i'm good how much dick would take would it take karen i don't know that is a very good question okay. but i'm i'm i you know what i don't know what i don't want to find out i will okay. just uh 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 uh, uh stick, stick with the dicks that i'm used to not the dicks that uh determine if it if it impregnates me that i got to have that baby i'm good on that homie okay the dicks that you're used to all right got it so it's more than just me out there. You're just <laughs> no, getting a lot of dicks these days. Huh? I am not. Yeah, no, nah, you let it slip. You let it slip. I am not. Hey, we're just fucking with them people because they black. 
We're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. Hey, do All right, keeping it Beyonce. Okay. For our first story of fucking with black people. Tina Knowles goes off on bozos and haters accusing Beyonce of lightening her skin. I do love when uh, Mama Knowles is the anger translator for Beyonce. Because people do say some reckless shit about her. And I know y'all yes, think it's do. just everything's fair game because she's famous or whatever because y'all like her music. But I, I think a lot of it's weirdly dehumanizing and fucking obsessive. Yep. And so... Everybody fucking knows we've been following this woman for fucking 30 some years at this point. And if the camera, depending on the lighting and the camera setup, she looked different. Mm-hmm. That's, it's not, it's never been a mystery to it. It's never been That's that fucking, and especially when you don't control the lighting at a, at a situation, like they're not just changing it for you. Right. Who knows what the fuck happened? So she went to her, um, like a, uh, I think it was her movie premiere or something like that, and and pictures came out and she looked lighter in the pictures, probably because the light was lighter, and these motherfuckers started doing a dis. She's not a black woman, you know. They they got that conspiracy about her being a, a Italian woman that darkened her skin. Now she's lightening her skin as a black woman. Yeah, so I guess someone made a video. Mama knows posted to her account. Oh, uh, this is yeah when she did the. Uh, uh opening to the movie yeah yeah uh, she's not a black woman she's white now why does she look so white it's not beyonce uh she lied of her origins um and then it's just and then it's a montage of beyonce at award shows and everything being brown as she is still light-skinned but brown mm-hmm. um and and her song about being brown like I, I I don't know where this shit comes from because it's not like her politic is one of like, listen, light is better. Nope. Like, and and I don't, th- and it's not like she doesn't acknowledge that she light, that she's light skin or lighter skin, but it's not like she's been like alienate. Like, and I don't want these dark bitches around me. Are y'all crazy? You know, oh, I better lighten. Ugh, you, you look like a roach. You ugly. And all this shit that we've seen other prominent, very prominent light-skinned black celebrities say Mm -hmm. so she don't even have a history of past of that i don't know why people i guess just project that onto her yep but yeah clearly she doesn't operate that way so yeah but shout out to mama knows because you need that you need a mama knows in your life and also in every one of these videos she's a different shade of brown just it really yes. just depends on it depends on the, the lighting and the and, makeup and, and all, all that types. shit right yeah. it's a lot of factors and she didn't make you know brown skin girl because she's ashamed of being brown skin or black and ashamed of people darker than her so get the fuck out of here um <clears throat> zero to hundred this is a 100 just for the simple fact that they kind of always go after her mm-hmm. and it kind of don't make sense. Mm-hmm. And it's my thing. It's, it's almost like 
because you have people and some people do go overboard don't get me wrong and i'm part of the beehive but there are people who like like you say defend her no matter what and i think the people's happiness and love and joy around her just causes a lot of people to be like well since y'all over here having a good time i'm just gonna spew just as much energy hateful on, on the almost in the opposite direction sometimes for no reason yeah i think also <clears throat> certain people need to be to be like miserable and find company in that misery. And I think Beyonce being such a huge topic all the time, she's an easy person to get something off on. Even if you know the backlash is coming and you probably, and you know, you're stretching and you know, you're wrong or whatever. It might be worth it to some people for the dopamine hit of at least everybody's talking about me. Uh, Because to me, I'm like, this was so ridiculous. And I've seen people's critiques of her, that at least took some thought, that at least yeah. had some proof, some evidence. Right. This is like the 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 biggest clickbait ass. Like, here's a picture of her with some with the lighting too bright. She did she lighten her skin? This is a white woman. She's not black. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? What is wrong with y'all? And I and I and she's never clapped back like that. So shout out to her for having way more, uh, way more restraint than a lot of people would because. Mm-hmm. That's one of the ways they they get you is they say horrible shit to you, and then if you say anything back, it becomes like you're basically a white person. Like your feelings are not real. You should not be feel anything. If a darker skinned person says anything about you, no matter how fucking horrible it can be, you should just take it. And if not, you're a bad black person. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't believe in that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> everybody's human. Everybody got a limit. Everybody gonna react to shit. Um, that being said, there's plenty of examples of motherfuckers that really are extremely colorist in all their endeavors yes, and, and blatant with it and don't give a fuck. And it, for some reason, they, they don't get it as hard. I'll tell you why, because they know they don't care. Like, like, mm-hmm. like the people that actually say kiss my whole ass and actually be like, I'm terrible. I'm horrible. I'm going to fuck about what y'all saying and shit like that. They know that their noise means nothing to them. Yeah. So they people like that like to go at people that they know eventually quote unquote is <clears throat> going is going to hear them or they think they have a higher probability of getting being heard. If they know you're not listening, they're not going to waste their time. Des Bryant targets ESPN's Malika Andrews over delayed coverage of Josh Giddy scandal. You went out your way to crucify Brandon Miller. Um Des Bryant or as I like to call him Dummy Des uh, he, I'll never forget this motherfucker saying he needed to start a school for crypto to teach young ladies how to invest. And I just remember thinking, like, okay, if there's a school for crypto, who's signing up for the Des Bryant class? Come on now, not me. Come on now, even you if that's even a thing I wanted to do, can't even explain. Professor Bryant ain't nah. That ain't it. What happened to your school, Des? Mm-hmm. Is this the same one Dr. Umar opened? Um, it's still not finished on MLK Boulevard so um, there's a NBA player Josh Giddy, who has a scandal going on where people think he slept with an underage girl they do not know her age for sure mm-hmm. um, I've seen people say 15 to 17 um, he is 21 he's from Australia um, there's a lot of moving parts on this to be honest because no matter how people might feel about the difference between 21 and 17, there's a bunch of states where 
you wouldn't go to jail because it's not illegal for a 21 year old to have sex with a 17 year old which might if that's the case he's not gonna get in any trouble if i'm not various per state yeah, yeah I don't, regardless of how you personally feel about it that's the law right i don't know his i don't know the age of the girl but i'm just saying if that that's one scenario that's been out there if that's the case it'll probably be like icky quote-unquote but right. he'll probably be um end up being fine but the other thing people are saying uh andrew bogut said this he's a former nba player um and he said that um the girl lied about her age and and that's what happened once again seems very irresponsible to report that to say that on a podcast when you just heard some shit seem very weirdly irresponsible no i don't know if you think you're protecting a fellow australian player or whatever but probably should have kept that one to yourself Mm -hmm. um anyway here's where we get complicated okay Malika Andrews, this is from Des Bryant. You went out of your way to crucify Brandon Miller on draft day over something he didn't even do. Why haven't you said nothing about Josh Giddy? I advise you not to make this a black or white thing. Your parents have really raised you wrong because, and just because you went to a private school, don't make you better. This, this is why I say dummy Des. What that got to do with anything? Projecting. You appeal, and I know your kind. You just a puppet. I don't know how a former or current NBA player can sit there across from you and look at you with some kind of respect. This is also Des Bryant is the same dude who um, defended Deshaun Watson to the bitter end. Okay. Said, why would people be offering him contracts if he did anything? So this is not an unbiased, impartial, smart person. Um, Keep in mind, um, so NBA Today is the show she's on. Mm -hmm. On Monday, she did talk about it. What you might be thinking is like, oh, did it take her longer to talk about this than she does when other players that are black mess up? Um, Technically, no. Because when this story broke, it was fucking Wednesday night. Meaning... Thursday, Thanksgiving, Friday, okay. no show. No show Thursday and Friday. Right. So Her she first had, opportunity she to, to talk Monday. about it on the air was Monday on NBA TV. Right. Or NBA Today. Right. So she had to wait till Monday. Right. And he and when someone pointed this out, he said it was by public demand. They felt the heat. They waited forever to make a statement. Certain athletes get privileged, innocent, until proven guilty. Certain athletes are guilty until proven innocent. And by that time, who gives a fuck? You already got the label on you. Uh, <laughs> ain't nobody going to tell me how this game go is sick. People who have never, ever been on the other side of sports will never understand. Why should I give a fuck when the narrative is built against us to fail? So this is about black men for him, not mm-hmm. Josh Giddy. No, it's I'm not. I'm forever on the athlete side. Uh, our, he's on the athlete side, but he was encouraging her to take Josh Giddy's story and make it uh, more public, even though all the information isn't out. But to him, that's on the athlete side. No, the black man side mm-hmm. of athletes. Our love for what we do it will eventually be used against us for someone else's benefit. 
Um, so here's my thing. For those that don't know more of the full story, Malika Andrews is a black woman who uh, we've talked about on the show before. Mm-hmm. Um, when Emia Doka uh, had that scandal at work um, and got fired essentially from the Boston Celtics job, uh, she called in when Stephen A was doing his rant about how this ain't nobody's business and all this shit. And then people immediately took that as she must just hate black men and all this stuff. Um, <clears throat> when Brandon Miller got drafted, Brandon Miller was involved in a person ended up getting killed. He was not um, found liable, responsible anyway, in any criminal way. Um, all the accounts of that story are, his homeboy basically texted him and said, can you bring my gun down from the dorm room? He brought it down. Um, and then that same dude ended up killing a woman. Uh, his teammate ended up killing a woman that night in a shootout. Um, and the t- the teammates that participated in that are actually going to jail. Mm-hmm. Um, but Brandon Miller, no charges pressed. The, the, the police said they found no evidence of like planning, pre-med. but she brought it up. Right. when he was drafted which i think is fair game me too it's the biggest fucking thing that happened and it wasn't that long ago and she didn't bring it up like punitively like haha got him you know it, like she brought, she brought like it up, these things happened right right the new coach of the celtics who took over for email doka had a domestic violence thing that happened to him in like college or something you're getting this job because there is a man who lost it because of some workplace shit involving women, mm-hmm. a woman at least, mm-hmm. and the allegations of you know stalking and all this other stuff behind the scenes, I think it's perfectly germane to the story to be like, okay, you have your own thing in your past. How does that inform this decision? How does how does that inform your behavior? You know how is like. To me, it's almost like an opportunity to address shit. Um, but, of course, they treated it like, you know, um, an attack on a black man. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other examples. But essentially, every time she... I'm sure Miles Bridges or something. Every time she does her fucking job, which is to talk about her the NBA. Job. And someone has done some off-the-court shit. Which men bring up all the goddamn time. Well, your story's about them. Well, here's the thing. Do they? bring it up all the goddamn time i think i know what you're saying but what i'm wondering is um how many men let shit slide and she's picking up the the pieces you know what i'm saying like how many other sport how how many sports centers will never bring up what miles bridges did she does nba today she brings it up which is part of her job and we're like look at this petty bitch and it's like wait a minute why didn't the other places bring it up too? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just wonder if that's what's happening too. Yeah, and, and I wonder too because, not trying to find it, it's part of their job too. Right. So, you know, they might have mentioned it or said something about it or, 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 mm-hmm. or, or had it in a two minute conversation. But, Mike, I guess my question is where is the rant if they bring it up at all? Right. Nah, you're absolutely right. Um, although, I guess in all fairness, Stephen A. Smith, they tried to call him out for not bringing it up. That makes sense. And Stephen A. Smith basically came back and said, um, the fuck are y'all talking about? Like, I, I, the reason he said he didn't bring it up yet is because they literally don't know any of the details. 
and he said he basically ain't trying to get sued. Right. Now, I, I'm a little bit like, mm, is that it for Stephen A. Smith? Because a lot of his shit is, he said a lot of stuff on the air that I felt was just like rumors and whatever, but um also we know in my opinion Stephen a does not really have a great track record on women's issues anyway so i I could i don't even expect him to to be on point with that shit um so now let's get into a little bit different part of this what i think a lot of this is about is malika andrews is allegedly engaged to a white man that also works at espn okay and a lot of these brothers on twitter and and the bots that pretend to be brothers right on twitter consistently harass and bring up that she is with this white man what they got to do with anything they have decided that her dating this white man means she hates black men black athletes and she is out to get the black athletes um and none of these accounts i've ever seen have been even close to mad at one of these abusive dudes playing a sport not once like they they you go search their name and any of these dudes that they you know Mm do you won't see it and then the uh obfuscation of acting like this is about equality and holding white men accountable is such motherfucking insulting bullshit to me even as a fellow black man Y'all don't care about accountability. Right. Y'all want her to not mention it. Yes. That's it. Y'all want to harass her into whenever some dude does some wild shit off the court, don't bring it up. Period. He hits women. That's not your business, bitch. Just talk about basketball. Shut up, bitch. We talking essentially. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. They want you want the diversity of the face. Right for these networks, you want a black woman on the on the air, but you don't want her talking about this shit. The same thing happened with Gail and the Kobe shit. This like the most offensive thing a black woman can do is let you know, hey, I'm still a woman, and some of these things are concerning to me. Nah, you you don't get to do that. And if you do do that, you can do that to a white man. Don't you do that to no brother. They don't want equality. No, they don't. You know, and and I, and I think it's such bullshit that people even pretend that that's what's happening is that oh no we just want like some ethical equality mm-hmm. like no you don't and there's dummy bryant being the person that you're the same dude that said put some respect on watson name man no way they are paying watson if he's what they tried to make him out to be let it sink in please get paid for that is him talking about deshaun watson a dude that was accused by multiple women are everything up to sexual assault and this man could not wait to stand for this dude and you got the nerve to act like you some impartial or you just hey i'm just i'm just i love the athletes that's what it's about no you just fucking hate the women and the reason you hate malika andrews because you hate fucking women and i don't even want that energy fucking around me it's not even funny to me at this point Mm -mm. it's corny as fuck and and it says so much about you that you find this shit to be okay. Like that you're like, oh yeah, man, she just, she, I guess, I guess they just don't like her. <laughs> Motherfucker, you know why? You know why? Many of these motherfuckers mad in the comments at her worship at the altar of white women every fucking day. You know, 
laid up with him. You know, <laughs> like get the fuck out of here with trying to act like that make her. Or maybe, you know, maybe that's what it is. You looking in a mirror. Maybe that's what it is. You're looking in a mirror and it's hard for you to it's hard for you. You're looking in a window, but you're, you're seeing a reflection of yourself. So you think it's a mirror. You're not really looking at her. You're like, I love white women because I hate black women. Because what the fuck else could it be? What? Where is this leap coming from? I've never watched any clip of her and been like, damn, man, she really got it out for us. Mm-mm. I'm like, damn, she got a hard job. A very hard job. You know, it's not like every episode she stars with this nigga fucked up. But as shit makes national headlines, she brings it up. Right. On a national talk show about this, basketball. This Josh Giddy story went from anonymous Twitter accounts and still, if you Google, still a lot of like uh, complex media, hip hop wired, mm-hmm. a lot of blogs, a yes, lot of, has any a lot of TikTok in- clips. Investigation been happening. And of course, the NBA is doing an actual investigation, hopefully. Right. You know, so so we'll find out real information. It's not just people speculating from social media at some point. But yeah, man, it was really fucking sick. The shit that I saw people saying. And there was a tweet where someone had actually gone and gotten the clips of her talking about each scenario. Like Josh Giddy, Brandon Miller, and I forget, I think maybe Eme. And honestly, the tone was all the fucking same. It was just, I'm delivering the news. I'm not adding opinion to it. I'm not doing a, the league I should have no place for this. Just this happened on the news. These weirdos are fucking obsessed. Mm-hmm. Obsessed with her, man. I yeah, and, and it's been going for a while. It's the first time I'm talking about it on the regular show. But it's goddamn embarrassing. And it's it can be frustrating, particularly in a scenario like this. We're talking about a bunch of dude bros, and a lot of them don't like women, and they hate women for making their dicks hard. Because they like this beautiful black woman who I want to fuck, but she with this white man, and they're offended and mad about it. But like you said, at the same time, now you can date whoever you want to. That's fine. She should have the same right too. But it's it's very frustrating, and it's seeped in, like you said, seeped in misogyny. It's seeped in hatred. You know, it's seeped in controlling, you know, because a lot of black men like to control black women, regardless if they fucking related to you or not. They just like to goddamn control you. You have a vagina and I'm a man, so I have a right to your body. If I see you in these public platforms, I just have a right to you. Why? Because me penis. And many of these dudes are just like, it's a lot of trolls. There's a lot of, uh, you know, like anime avatar, cartoon avatars. So I'm not even sure how many of these people are real you know when it comes to this and how many are like fake but i just find the whole thing to be so so ridiculous um and and it's and contrived um and and emblematic of a lot of issues with people that try to hold on to patriarchy while also trying to hold on to racial grievance right Let, let one of them go let one of them go. I don't care which one, but let either you are a, hey, I love patriarchy and fuck it. If you racist to me, I'm going to let it slide mm-hmm. or just, or, or let it, you can't have both ways. Mm-mm. Um, so, and then, yeah, here's a, I found a clip. 
of the the three different clips of her talking about the three different situations. Um, this is her talking about Brandon Miller during the draft. Um, I hope we don't run into the same issue where it didn't want to play for a while. His name did surface in court testimony involving a case where his former teammate and another man, they've been indicted for capital murder in the fatal shooting of 23-year-old Jamia Harris in January. The University of Alabama has described Miller as a cooperating witness. How is this factoring, if at all? His name did... Right, how is this factoring in his draft pick, which is a valid fucking question! If at all. Okay, let's go to... This is uh, Ime Adoka. We'd be remiss. Keep in mind, these are the two black dudes. So I'm going to play the third, the white dudes one last. But you heard the first one. You heard the first clip and her tone there. It's not to also mention that Missoula was arrested twice at West Virginia, once in 2008 for underage drinking and aggravated assault. He pled guilty, paid a fine. And then again in 2009 for domestic battery after an incident at Morgantown Bar. The domestic battery case never went to trial. It was settled in August of 2009. He paid a $100 fine and court costs, plus had to do 40 hours of community service. Now, that was 13 years ago. He settled and paid both fines. So, Woj, why are the Celtics choosing him as their next head coach? Well, let's start with this. This is somebody whose character they really believe in, whose leadership they really believe in, and tactically, they think this is uh, Joe Mazzulla has all the makings. We'd be all right, so that's that clip. Remember her tone from that one, her tone from Brandon Miller? This is the Josh Giddy clip. Probably not as good audio had an improper relationship with an underage girl. In a since-deleted post, an anonymous social media user claimed a girl who was seen with Giddy in videos and images, some of which include explicit captions, was a junior in high school at the time. Giddy, who is 21, he declined to comment on Friday, and despite the serious allegations, Giddy is yet to miss a game this season, and Thunder coach Mark Dagonal, he said he will continue to be in the lineup, saying, quote, just with the information we have at this point, that is the decision we've made. It's obviously a league matter at this point, and the ball is in their court on that. Now, a league spokesperson told me this morning that the NBA is still in the process of gathering information, and we will continue to update this story as the news develops. Okay. Where's the difference? Her tone, tone. is the same. Where's the difference? It's not, it's not even emotional. You know what? She sound like a fucking news lady that, that sits there and be like, and you come on, she'd be like, yes, i like to report there was a shooting on West Boulevard. Also, you know what else? If she was up there acting like none of this shit was happening, people would be like, this is why I hate ESPN, corporate shields. Right. Do you think the NBA, which has a partnership with ESPN, wants her bringing up any of this shit? To me, that's a personal integrity choice she made. Is like, as a woman, and a, many women on the air have to be the ones to make this decision because many men fall short. That's why I said uh, what I said earlier where mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm not even really sure if it's a, well, you know, when men bring it up, they don't say nothing as much as men don't bring it up. Mm -hmm. it's, like, it's like, just because these motherfuckers have been letting the ball slip, you as a black person, a black man, you feel it when somebody has done some racist shit and they talk about Riley Cooper and they don't bring up that he said, I'll fight every nigger in this concert. And you're like, right. mm, okay, this free agency news, someone should at least make a footnote of that. Mm -hmm. And it's so what it turned out to be is not that black men that are involved in harassing her, not all black men, obviously. Correct. But in the ones that are harassing her, what it has turned out to be, the game they have given up, the, you know, the face card has been revealed. You never wanted equality. 
you want an immunity. You just want the same shit you think these white dudes get. Yes. And here's the kicker. What's happening to these black dudes? Nothing. Ima Doka is a coach of the Houston Rockets. Might get coach of the year or some shit because they're winning games now. Right. What the fuck is happening to them? Brandon Miller's in the NBA. Miles Bridges is back on the Charlotte Hornets with another possible case pending. We don't know all the facts of it, but we just got to trust the NBA and the Hornets said we looking into it. And as, as of right now, we're comfortable with him on the court. Right. That's what the fuck is happening. All this. What are the consequences? What is this double standard? Des Bryant fixed his motherfucking mama choking hands to tweet that he that 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 for some fucking reason Deshaun Watson was maligned. Deshaun Watson is the highest paid NFL player of all motherfucking time. All that money guaranteed. Yes, it is. What the fuck is the double standard? They you we just not supposed to talk about it? Is that the, what the standard is now? Just hey man, ain't got nothing to do with football. The fuck is wrong with people? So yeah, it it just seems this Malika Andrews thing is really telling, and the people that participate in it really showing a lot about themselves. And I ain't gonna forget because this shit is it, it. It went from like a ha ha ha, okay guys, calm down, to whatever the fuck this shit is, and it's weird as fuck. Right. Anytime it feel like some black incel shit. Yes. Anytime she says anything, they be on her ass. Yeah, all she did was fucking bring up germane topics. Right. Fuck wrong with y'all. Um, all right, zero to 100. This actually, because I'm a black woman, it's very, very frustrating and irritating to deal with all the things. I'm just going to give it a Jakaris just because being in media, being on television, being black, you, you, you get it from all types of side, all types of ways. You get it from... The white folks that don't want you to have a job, the niggas that don't want you to have a job, the sexism for all the men, like, 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 and it got to be frustrated because you're like, I'm doing the same thing. In fact, for me to get this job, I had to, not trying to find it, literally be smarter than every motherfucking body here in order to get this goddamn hosting job in the first place. I could be no dumbass getting this job. So... You know, I'm not going to come with no bullshit and everybody act like I'm the problem just because I have a vagina and I'm black. Keep in mind, they haven't liked any of the women that have worked in that position ever. Mm-mm. They hated Rachel Nichols. Yes. They hated, I forget the woman that she, uh, blonde woman, but the woman that Rachel Nichols took over for. Mm-hmm. Like, they hated them all. Like, the the vitriol that so many men have for women is on full display and it takes on a different tenor than even like we hate Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith says bombastic, come hate me shit every day. He right. wants you, he thrives off of you hating him. Correct. Malika Andrews doing her goddamn job. She doesn't, bar- she barely gives a fucking opinion. The only time she gives an opinion on something is typically some level of like, well I think, you know this type of player needs to play this way. It's never like a, hey I just want to do editorial commentary on the state of women and the NBA. She don't do that. Mm-mm. They are trying to stop her from even the mere mention of stories that are trending on Twitter, 
trending in the general fucking news in the sports world. They want her to be, they want it to be off limits if it's a black man. And the glee that they have in this giddy shit tells you that it was never about, well, it's just because, you know, it's just sports. We got to give people the benefit of the doubt. Uh, listen, I'm always on the athlete side, you know, innocent to prove it. No, it's not that. Because you could not, your dick got hard waiting for her to bring up Josh Giddy because you just wanted to fist pump. Fist pump. So it's not coming from a good place. Mm-mm. Um. All right. But, uh, yeah, I give it Dracarys as well. I, I fucking hate this shit. I love sports. I do. But, right. you know, and, and I'm not even, I'm not a hard liner. I'm not going to get up here and, uh, what do they call that shit? Uh, virtue signal. I'm not even going to virtue signal to y'all. I've mm-hmm. never put my hands on a woman in my life. But at the same time, I, I, I'm not going to pretend like sports is this place where it's like, Listen, man, if you, you should get out, you you lose your job. I understand. People do fucked up things. People get accused of fucked up things. Sometimes they get found innocent. Sometimes they did do the shit. Sometimes a uh, motherfucker get a second chance. Sometimes you're one of the most skilled people on the earth and people look the other way. And I don't know what to do because as a black dude, a lot of my heroes have turned out to be fucking monsters when it comes to like who are supposed to be the iconic representatives of black masculinity and shit right and i can't ignore it you know what i mean like i like it's part of part of me is like damn i gotta accept that this is part of it too i'm not putting the blinders on Mm -mm. because i think you're good at basketball right shit happens shit happened is, this is the why I always strive to talk about needing to live in my reality and not this fictional shit because that's how you fall for the cult bullshit. That's how you fall for the when you start thinking your choices are about you being um, pure. That's when you start retroactively trying to make things pure that aren't. So like Kobe Bryant for a while was one of my favorite NBA players. Period. Uh, to this day, still, I, I think fondly of of memories of Kobe Bryant games and mm-hmm. and, and iconic asshole stories he had off the court, like talk, talking to Smush Parker and shit. But at the same time, I never had the revisionist history of like, and then you know, obviously he, he was innocent with that Colorado thing, so no need to talk about that. And you better not bring it up, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Why? Why are you asking questions? Why are you asking questions? That's the kind of thing to me where I don't fall in line. And I'm okay not falling in line in that way. Right. You know, and and the same thing, you know, with all these players and shit. I'll never forget some of this shit. And it's not, I'm not a petty person that tries to bring it up every second. And any, you know, like I don't collect the stories. It's not fun for me. This isn't my, oh, ho, ho, Adrian Peterson beat his child. You know, every time I see his face, let's bring it up. It's not like that for me. But at the same, and I think people deserve second chances and shit. I do too. People, especially young, young people fuck up. And then it'd be like, I learned from that and, and it never happened again. And it's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, even in the extreme cases, I remember that Ray Wright shit. And to this day, he's still giving out, he's still talking, still married, and claims that that was a once off or a whatever thing that never, but it seems to have never, ever happened again. He never got to play again. Fine, I don't care. But my point being, I know so I know it's possible that I don't understand everything and I shouldn't assume the worst of everybody. But this shit is just incel shit. Yes, it is. This is not equality. This is not accountability. This is just propaganda of don't ever bring up black men's baggage ever. 
and and it's just like the fucking gun people after there's a motherfucking shooting and they go this ain't the right time if you wait too long well why you bringing up old shit so when the fuck can i bring it up oh never now that i think about it you can't bring it up when the coach is hired. You can't bring it up when the coach is fired. You can't bring it up if that's why the coach got fired. You can't bring it up if if, if, if when when they die. You can't bring it up when they accuse because we don't know everything yet. You can't bring it up when they found guilty. You can't ever bring this shit up. That's what they're saying. And it incenses me because I'm fucking smart enough to know what the fuck is happening. Right. Y'all just want to silence this woman. Mm-hmm. And, and if she turned out to be some type of they're like they calling her Sage Steel, she ain't never said no, no Sage Steel shit. Not sage Steel, the fuck is wrong with y'all? It's insane. Anyway, that's it for today's show, guys. All right, we gotta wrap this up. Let's do a little bit of sword ratchetness, okay? And then we'll get out of here. Uh, and of course, I give it uh, fucking Dracars. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> Niggas probably got a bookmark folder full of black.com videos talking about this bad wench. Uh, all right. Um, a man arrested at the swinging sword near business. A man who was, repeat- who was repeatedly swinging a sword around in South Sacramento on Sunday has been arrested. Uh, he was approached by officers around 3 p.m. Damn. In the afternoon? Right. The sun's still up. What's happening? <laughs> uh, a nearby business was evacuated and a perimeter was set up in the area. It's unclear which business was evacuated. Well, I'm just going to take a stab at it. Dollar store. <laughs> Feel like dollar store behavior. Yeah. Uh, the man with the sword refused to drop it and eventually a crisis negotiation team arrived to communicate with them. They said the crisis arm- negotiation team white. Uh, the police say the man armed the armed man was safely detained and has been arrested and he'll be transported to jail. No picture, no face. So I don't know, but I'm going to go by that, by the details. Karen's going with white. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. That's it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back <laughs> tomorrow. Balls D sports is on Thursday. Keep signing up for premium. Uh, uh, we love it. And uh, you guys get, you know, you'll, you'll get to see balls D sports live on crowdcast you'll get an email telling you when we start and Mm -hmm. you can come in and catch up with us about our weeks and and enjoy all the other patrons behind the paywall so uh all right y'all until next time i love you i love you too